person. My dad always tells me whenever we happen to be at the same wedding, he always says, Greg, you don't marry the person. You marry the family. Sounds great. Of course, if two of those key family members happen to not be living and that's still the case, um, things are a little things are a little different. They certainly are for Ben Axe, who married a psychic medium. We go into that and so much more coming up on Open Loops. I consider it an affront to my family that you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, let me let me just lay this out for you. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And, and get this, okay? Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money, moolah from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. Open loops. You must listen to the open loops, a theme park for absurd beliefs and systems of integration between the mind and the creative spirit. Open loops. Hey, you craving some intellectual stimulation? You, you like going on head trips. I know you do. But do your head trips lack destination? There's a place for you where you can always go. A magical land where intellect meets imagination. It's a theme park. And it is here you are at Open Loops. I'm your host, Chief Looper, Greg Bornstein. We have Ben Axe, host of Paranormal Activities. I didn't know what direction we'd go in. I knew that he was primarily ghost-oriented. I mean, his, well, you'll hear about his father. Uh, he's, he's had some paranormal activity, too. I never know how interesting ghost people are going to be. I mean, we see the shows, like, like what happens on TV? You know, the, the stuff kind of shakes a little bit. You might see a, a specter the light go by, but the, but the camera's got the flare going. So you don't even know if that's, it's not all that interesting. That said, in this episode, I think what really grounded it for me, and again, don't know if I'm a believer, no idea, but what grounded it for me was the fact that his wife is a psychic medium and this stuff just kind of came up coincidentally. I think that's what's most interesting about it. You know, if you want it so much, sometimes it, it pushes it away. But the idea that, like, both of these two people have sort of floated in the paranormal space, and then things started manifesting as a result of marriage, um, well, I don't know. I mean, is, is that a good review for marriage? I think it's kind of cool. Though I, I might scare some of you, too. This episode actually contains... You're going to hear it. There is there is a ghost in this episode. You will hear it. Or maybe you won't. But Ben's all about providing that undeniable lack of explanation. And he brings several cases to the table. What do you know? I'm not sure. But I will tell you this... You're going to go into the realm of the astral plane in this episode. And 
Ben definitely has some compelling stories. His podcast, Paranormal Activities, is fantastic. And I'm so honored that he came on my show to really talk about all the things that make him want to explore those. <laughs> this is classic, classic podcasting right here. The things that go bump in the night. Yes. It's Ben X of Paranormal Activities coming to you live with people that aren't. We have Ben X from Paranormal Activities, a podcast available on the uh, alleverythingentertainment.com network, but also all Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, Spotify, all these things. Uh, a man that talks about the things that I love talking about, paranormal spirits and UFOs and all that sort of stuff. I, I'm excited to get into it with you. Ben, thanks for coming on Open Loops. Hey, Greg, man, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. I'm excited. And I have to say real quick, I love your voice. You have an amazing, like, announce, announcer voice. I dig it. Oh, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm just always interested. I, you know, I listen to a lot of uh, Coast to Coast AM, George Norrie. That's like the late, the late night popular paranormal radio show. Um, and I listen to the, the, there's a Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Uh, he's a big guy of this sort of like weird alt knowledge space i love these guys i live for these guys not many people interview these guys um and that's sort of what i'm I, i'm always curious about like dude i mean like you're you're a you're a channel of all these other voices in the community um of whatever that community is called um like how do you get in this position where you are like curating the conversation about the paranormal like where in your life did this interest start and how do you think you got here now oh absolutely i, I can just tell you i've been interested in the paranormal since I was a little kid. I'm 33. I'm almost 33 now, I guess, 32. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always had like weird feelings in my belly. When I was a little kid, I watched Unsolved Mysteries and it would scare the shit out of me, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, always really into it. Um, but recently, um, I got married a couple of years ago and my wife is really into the paranormal as well. Uh, not really willing, if that makes sense, but she also has a lot of experiences and then I also have had a lot of experiences with my life. And then when we got together, we both had a lot of experiences together. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Wow. Wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to ask about it. it. It's pronounced Dina, right? Uh, Danae, actually. It looks like Dina, Dina, but it's Danae, yeah. Danae. Yeah, I was going to say D-E-N-A, Danae. Um, you bring her on a couple times in your podcast. And I was going to ask, like... What is up with this? <laughs> Who is this person? Like, like, Danae, like, what is, tell me a little bit more about her. And like, Absolutely. does she have a paranormal background? Like, is her family connected to spirits? Like, what's up with her? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, she definitely has a paranormal background. Uh, she, just like myself, when she was a little kid, she had all kinds of experiences. Uh, she told me at one point she was brushing her hair, kind of like if you've ever seen The Grudge. She was brushing mm. her hair and she felt fingers go through her hair you know, like down her back. And that's like one of the experiences she had as a kid. Uh, yeah, but she's had a lot of experiences. And then unfortunately her younger brother passed away and then her mother passed away unexpectedly. Oh, wow. And after those two things happened, the, uh, the experiences happened constantly. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of things like we believe, I'm not going to say for a fact that this isn't a scientific fact, you know, but she's had experiences with her brother and her mother and other people that she knew that has passed away. Clear as day. I mean, we have a spirit box, and we've literally talked to her brother through the spirit box. What does that mean? Well, well, go into that. What <laughs> is, yeah, this is great already. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. What does that mean exactly? You talk to the spirit box, yeah, and the so, spirit box talk to you. What does that look like? Like, paint the picture for me. It's a weird thing. And honestly, I didn't really believe in the spirit box is until recently until I bought one. Uh, but basically, it's just like a little – it's basically a radio. And what it does is it goes through – radio channels very quickly kind of like if you're looking at a car radio and you just turn the channels real fast it does yeah 
that kind of, I'm probably explaining this poorly because I don't know the scientific methods behind it. But according to the stuff that I read, doing yeah. like, when it goes through channels that quickly, like the white noise, that generates a path or a way for spirits to communicate. And uh, you can hear them talk. And basically you just hear like the uh, in the background, which is the white noise. Basically it just creates white noise. It's a white noise maker at the end of the day. And, Interesting. Uh, spirits can kind of communicate through that and you actually physically hear their voices. And uh, yeah, so I didn't believe that until around 2014 when I used one at a, a haunted house that I, I lived in at the time. And then I recently bought one when I started doing my own podcast, Paranormal Activities, and I've used it a handful of times. And we've had success every time we used it. So I really do believe in that tool now. What is exactly like getting, how do you know it's the brother? Um, well, with her, because she would ask it questions and it would respond accordingly. And like we have an EMF meter as well that, that basically just lights up if you're, you can kind of use it as a Ouija board, I guess, an EMF reader. Yeah. And so she would ask it questions and would light up. And then we got the spirit box and she would ask it questions and she could, well, with both of us really, we could physically hear his real voice on the other side, which kind of confirms. And it could be said, it could be argued that, well, you just want to hear it, so you are. But, you know, there's going to be haters. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I, I, you know what? I always want to delve into both sides of this, like the haters aspect of it, because, uh, I mean, personally, I'm definitely on the – I'm definitely a skeptic with okay. curiosity, like, like very curious, very hopeful that this stuff is there um you know i mean like like how do you do you have to experience it to believe it like how do you really get into the idea that this is even not just pure coincidence oh absolutely and i'm also a hater in a lot of ways and right. if it's not me or my wife i probably don't believe it like even my sister like her and i grew up together and she also has paranormal experiences and she believes in like tarot cards and stuff and i don't i just don't get into that kind of stuff and she called me out. She's like, you've had all these experiences and you don't believe my stuff? I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> How do you justify that to her? Right. Can you? Uh, no, and, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not a hypocrite, but, you know, seeing is believing. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah. just knowing people and knowing the field, I've worked in, like, certain fields where I have to talk to a lot of people who lie to me. So I understand that people do lie or not even lie. They just want to believe that kind of stuff. So just like UFOs, you know, 99% of the UFO sightings are probably not UFOs, but the 1% could be. And I feel the same way with the paranormal. Half the stuff you see is just in your head or can be explained away, but there is a percentage that can't be. And so not everybody who says they see a ghost actually sees a ghost or whatever. And so to me, seeing is believing. If I don't see it, I'm probably not going to believe it. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, like, does that even extend to, I, on your most recent episode, uh, UFOs, are they real? You, you had your dad on, uh, and he said he saw a UFO. I mean, do you believe him? I do. I believe my dad because I, for the, his story, you know, he, he was on a beach, and he saw a light come from one direction and stop and then go into another direction over the ocean. And so, you know, I, I remember him coming back. I was like seven years old when this happened, and he came back so excited so pumped and my dad's not really one to like make up stories he's just kind of like you know whatever and even now this was how many years later he still downplays it uh, yeah. but when it happened he was jacked up he's like oh i saw this and it did this and it did this and like he was like so excited he's been telling that same story it hasn't changed in you know how many years now i don't i don't do math well uh, right, so, right. <laughs> so he definitely saw something. And could it be military? It could be. I don't know. But he definitely, what he says he saw, he definitely saw. I can't say it's an alien or not, but he definitely saw what he says he saw. Is there like family conflict because you believed your dad more than your sister? It doesn't come up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and this, okay, this episode is going to start the fight. I don't <laughs> want it to. <laughs> right. But maybe we need to get them on right now and duke this out. Oh, I that'd, think be, that'd be a good time. They, they fight anyway, so it'd be a blast. <laughs> oh my god! Do you have any other siblings that have I, like? I have, I have two sisters. One doesn't believe in ghosts or aliens or anything. She's she does her own thing. And then uh, my other sister is definitely a ghost paranormal believer. She's actually going to be on my show eventually. It just hasn't, hasn't worked out yet because of COVID. Uh, oh my we'll, gosh! We'll... I I have two little sisters, and I don't think they believe in any of this stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I think they entertain it. But whenever oh. I, I, I think they're totally on the skeptical side. Oh, fair enough. So have you ever had any paranormal experiences or any kind of ghosts? 
interactions? I've never, never actually experienced it directly at all, ever. That's the thing. And, uh, you know, I've interviewed some people in this podcast, Ben, and the closest, uh, they always tell me they're like, Greg, you're a spiritual person. Here's the thing. I guess they're, and maybe someone should do this someday, um, like the scale of, the scale of irrationality. I guess is one way to put it, or the scale of magic, magical thinking, the scale of supernatural. Like if I were to do a list, if I were to actually put a list together of the different rankings of things that seem not of this world, like to me, low level spirituality, and it's not actually low level in practice, but like meditation and experiencing enlightenment and an enlightened state is like on the lower end of that spectrum. And then like full on seance where where ghosts are actually like circ- like Disney's Haunted Mansion, but actually like that's like higher up there. I know people, I knew a guy, I worked with him. He told me he did a, say, a Ouija board session and like, it was like he was transported into another world. A ghost actually came, talked to him, like saw figures, like it was a really traumatic experience. But to me, I'm also like the idea that like you can heal your energy and fix your chakras is also like a version of that kind of thinking. What, where do I stand on that? I feel like I've had, because of my hypnosis background, um, I feel like trance is a powerful state. I feel like it can actually lead to things that are not commonly thought of as scientifically based, but for otherworldly kind of experiences, I don't think I ever have. I don't know. I just gave you a lot. I just gave you a lot on me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What is your, like, do you, well, I I always just think in general, the paranormal and the spiritual kind of overlap. Um, Are you spiritual at all? Um, I, I wouldn't say I am, but I, I do agree with, with a lot of that. Um, cause you know, I don't really think that ghosts are just, you know, the system guy hang, who died hanging out in a house. Like, I think there's more right. to it than that. And, and I, I feel like ghosts, not to get religious or anything, but like, I feel like ghosts, I feel like there's multiple planes of existence. And after you die, your spirit or your soul or whatever goes to the next level of existence. Kind of like, like a radio frequency, you're in the same place but you're in a different place at the same time if that makes sense yeah and, and then some somehow sometimes they can cross and and interact and come back but then they go away again and they're just doing their own thing on a different level of existence and sometimes they get trapped here i guess or they want yeah. to be here or, or whatever but i don't really believe in like the heaven or hell aspect of it but i believe that it's just another plane of existence at the end of the day and yeah. Is that a, where you're at with UFOs too? Um, honestly, no. When it comes to UFOs, I think there's I think there's aliens out there, man. And I just say that, and it could be both, yeah. I don't know. But like I just look at, at the sky and there's so many stars and dots in the sky, and those dots have planets and those planets have moons. There's just so much out there. Like I would be very disappointed if if aliens don't exist in our same universe, in our same plane of existence, just another species on a different rock hanging out. I yeah. truly, truly believe that because it's just, there's so much out there and that could be another, you know, cause you mentioned, you know, you, you listen to coast to coast. One of my favorite coast to coast moments was in September 11th, 1997, when a guy called in, you know, claiming that he worked with the military or whatever. And he was like crying and, and scared running away. And he was like, yeah, aliens are out there and they're doing this, they're doing this. And it's actually a, uh, uh interdimensional beings is what he said. And that kind of stuck with me. And uh, so it could be something like that too, I guess, but I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, first of all, I mean, uh, Art Bell, rest in peace. Love that guy. He's like the God. He's like, yeah, he's amazing. Um, Second, uh, for those of you out there, listen to Art Bell. You can listen to the old coast to coast stuff on YouTube. They play a lot of it. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, But 
the interdimensional thing I had never heard until a few years ago. I, who's the guy? The guy's name is uh, because he was actually just on Coast to Coast, I think, or Jimmy Church's show, uh, Jacques Vallée or something. He's like a French guy that's like a ufologist. Um, he's all about the interdimensional stuff. He's like. It's all there. He kind of takes an anthropological approach to UFOs and says, like, look, you can look throughout history. And that's the thing, Ben. Like, the idea that these sky creatures have been around throughout history, not in an ancient aliens way, because there is a difference. There's some people passing that off as, like, a legit field. I don't think that's it. I think there are actually, like, things that are questionable, that have gone throughout history that show this kind of archetypal creature that has similar features that points to like what we now know as the alien or the ufo um do do you do you give any credence to like ancient aliens or stuff like that like where are you at in terms of like the historical uh impact of ufos and culture and aliens it's one of those things i don't believe it or disbelieve it it's if somehow they told me or they came with this, all this evidence or this proof, this is how it goes, then sure. There's some things I question, like the pyramids, that's interesting. You know, there's multiple cultures around the world that had pyramids at the same time when they didn't know each other. That's like a theory, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's hard to explain away, I guess. But at the same time, I honestly don't know a lot about the history of those cultures or, or why pyramids were a thing. I know like religion was huge back then. And you talk about chariots in the sky, and that's a big popular thing, too. Yes. That'd be a spaceship. So it's possible, but my question would be, where are they now? Why did they hang out a thousand years ago and then disappear? Is it because mm-hmm. we took off? That's a possibility, I guess. Like, we started to, to gain technology or gain, I don't know, grow as a species. So they were like, okay, our work is done, and they took off. That could be, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Has anybody ever changed your mind about like a paranormal field based on an interview you've had with them on your podcast? When it comes to a field on my podcast, no, but I will tell you that my thoughts of the paranormal definitely changed when I met my wife and we had our experiences together and she kind of explained to me what her thought process was. And like, that's when I really began to believe when she told me her experiences and her stories, that's when I went from being, Oh, just haunted houses and there's ghosts, I don't know why, Two, it's more complicated than that, multiple planes of existence, they go back and forth, they're not stuck, they have their own things to do outside of coming back to their loved ones, so my wife is what really made me believe in a different way of believing when it comes to the paranormal, for sure. I want to hear more about this, Danae, and, and what she's taught you. Oh, she's amazing. We actually, here's a little story for you. We got into a fight about ghosts. We went to Philadelphia back in 2016. It was November of 2016. We had just moved in together for the first time and immediately drove to Philadelphia. We live in Ohio by Cincinnati. We drove to Philly yeah. this night to see a concert in downtown Philly. And for some reason, we got into a fight about ghosts because I was, you know, had my own, you know, hard beliefs and she had yeah. her. And for some reason, we got into a fight about it at 1 a.m. And out of nowhere, while we were dead arguing, we blew a tire on, you know, it made no sense. Like we were just arguing, her tire blew. So now we were stuck downtown Philadelphia at 1 a.m. because we were fighting about ghosts. <laughs> like, I believe that's why the, the tire blew. I can't, maybe it was just coincidence, but it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, like I've definitely had, I will say I've had moments where, and this is kind of the dream thing. I know you did an episode on paranormal dreams. Um, I have had experiences that are precognitive, I think dream wise like where i don't understand why i dreamed about something and then the next day something related to that dream came up like those seem out of nowhere uh do you ever have anything like that um off the top of my head i can't say that i have but i definitely believe in that kind of stuff especially after that interview that you just mentioned i appreciate you listening to to my show that's awesome oh yeah that was with uh kathleen uh canavos kathleen o'keefe canavos was her name yeah Yeah. was really, really good, actually. And she made me, made me really think a lot about dreaming, the dream stakes. I do have weird dreams and stuff, but I never had a premonition quite like that. But I definitely believe that that stuff can happen for sure. Is there anything Danae <laughs> tells you that you're like, hey, honey, I love you, but I don't even believe this is possible. Do you have Probably. any disagreements? Probably, yeah. There was one time. But again, again, 
after seeing it, it changed my mind. This was early on. We lived in an apartment together a couple of years ago and we were actually hanging out and having a couple of beers, just kind of like, you know, having fun. And she just kept telling me, she's like, there's a ghost or there's somebody trying to talk to me. I was like, no, there's not just relax. We're hanging out. Yeah. It's going to lose your mind a little bit. And she just tell me all these things. And she started talking really, really fast and moving her hands and just got kind of frantic. And I just, I seriously thought she was having like a panic attack. I thought she was just losing her shit. Right. But she's like, nope, there's this person here trying to talk to me. And this is her name. And she's an older lady. And, you know, she was just like giving me these facts. And then she was like, I have to go outside. And this is like January. I'm like, no, we're not going outside. Right. Four degrees outside. What are you doing? And, but she, she went. Like, I thought I calmed her down. Like, we're good. We're going to stop drinking because clearly you can't handle it. You know, we're done. And, uh, but nope, she got up and she ran outside. So I walked after again, 1 a.m. in January. And uh, we go, and like, we lived in an apartment complex that had like some wooded areas around it. You can tell like back in the day, it was just woods, but they've since cut some of those trees out to make room for the apartment. So there's still some woods, kind of thin. And uh, so we went out there. And right. She, she's telling me to come in these woods to find a ribbon. Like, what are you talking about? But I shit you not. She went to wherever the thing in her head told her to go. And she found a ribbon. And she said that the person that was talking to her just started talking to her because she could, because my, because the name was open to it. And yeah. so she just latched onto her and she just wanted her to go find this ribbon because the spirit that was talking to her said, I had good memories of here when I was a child and I lost a ribbon a long time ago. And I wanted you to find it just because that was, I mean, there was no explanation. She just was there. She was open. So it just happened. And oh found the ribbon. And if she did not find that ribbon, I would call bullshit and I would say she was a little nuts. But she found it. So Yeah. You know? I don't know. That's wild. That is a wild story. Um, I wonder about like <laughs> I think about this all the time, about, you know, the uh should you get involved with a psychic woman? And here's what I mean. <laughs> Here's what I mean. In my in my uh in my dating profile, online dating. So one of the things I did to filter out people that makes me at least think they're gonna be more interested in talking about these things is I wrote something that was like, I'm weirdly there's like a prompt that's like weirdly attracted to. And I and it said weirdly attracted to, and I filled it in with women that say they're psychic or even if they're clearly not still believe they are i love it that's an awesome way to do it (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know what i've been getting like i get a lot of people that say like oh interesting or i have the gift or you know like like they say oh my god like it kind of draws people out i also know that there's like Coast to Coast, I think George Norrie own, or Coast to Coast owns like ParanormalDating.com. Like, awesome. I've heard of that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you, do you recommend seeking out a partner like this? No, because I'm with you, man. I don't, if you tell me you're a psychic or if you tell me you're a medium or if you tell me you're whatever, I'm going to call bullshit right away. I'm not going to believe you. People who actually have these gifts, in my opinion, don't say it. Like my wife will never tell you she's a medium or she'll never tell you she has, you know, she will say that she's open, but she'll never say that she has powers or abilities or, you know, try to like make people talk about it because she's saying it. Like for one, you have to bring it up to her for her to talk about it. And two, she will never use those words. And, and I've, the people that I do know or have come across that call themselves that, I don't mean just like we talk about it. So they have to bring it up, but like just straight up tell you first before anything else. Oh yeah, I'm a psychic. And here's what I can do. I call bullshit right away because I don't believe that <laughs> people want attention in a lot of ways and that's where you get attention. And I would not personally recommend dating somebody who just come out right out and says, Oh yeah, I'm a psychic. It was probably not a psychic. Yes, totally. Totally. And, and that's what I wonder too. I do think there is like a pop element. I've talked about this in other shows to, uh, to witches especially in tarot like there is a popular i mean there are articles about this all the time ben um about like how it's now that is the new religion the new age is the new religion this kind of uh astrological connection um that people have with these apps people are using them like like it's a hot thing but it also 
I mean, this is going to be kind of a selfish question. Uh, I mean, it really ends up being that. Does it kind of like dampen it a little bit? Does it kind of make it a little lamer that everybody's like trying to study their astrological sign and that it's popular and like their witchcraft stores in Brooklyn? Like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it doesn't make it as special. Well, it's just, it's, I don't, I think that's all nonsense. Astrology, I can't stay in astrology. It's like, what does that matter? Like, oh, you're a Libra. Does it, does it matter? Does it really matter? <laughs> does your wife not do any of that stuff? <laughs> no, she doesn't believe in any of that. As far as I know, I've never heard her talk about astrology, witchcraft. We never talked about or got into uh, tarot cards. Like I said earlier, I really don't believe in that. My sister is all about it. And she actually did a session with my wife back before we married uh, a few years ago. And like, it won't tell me about it. I don't know what's Whoa. going on with that. Um, so maybe there's something to it that I just don't know about. But I've never, I've never done. I did. I did do it once with my sister, and I just didn't think it mattered. But at the same time, though, maybe it's one of those things that you have to like be in with for it to work. If I don't know, I don't. I don't know. But yeah. I don't believe any of that stuff. And like the witchcraft stuff, and the stories, and the apps on the phone. Like I even tried a few apps. Be right before I started my my paranormal podcast, I downloaded a few apps just to check it out nonsense you know what i mean like and that's why i really believe in like when it comes to tools there's only a few things i really believe that works the emf meter i believe works mm -hmm. up to a point if it's on your phone though it's going to be a game anything can be made for any kind of phone device so it's not going to be a real thing and how do you get yeah. to buy your to buy your extensions for your apps you make shit work you make them excited about it so you buy more so it's all going to be fake when it comes to a phone it's all for profit it's not real um, so I believe in certain tools to an extent and pretty much it's just the MF meter that I really trust. And now more recently a spirit box as well. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to anything yeah. on the phone, I don't believe in it at all. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Who do you think is like, like when you, you see all these paranormal investigation shows out there, um, how can you discern between like the people that are really doing it and the people that are just trying to make a TV show? Um, honestly, I can't say. I've only watched a couple. When I was younger, I watched Ghost Hunters, and it was just a bunch of guys running around screaming before commercial break, and then it would come back, and there was nothing to be screaming at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the same thing. I've tried Ghost Adventures as well, and it's the same thing. Honestly, I don't watch a lot of paranormal stuff. I don't listen to paranormal podcasts. Uh, for one, I don't want to copy anybody, so I try to do my own thing. And yeah. two, um, I just, again, I don't trust people. I think that people say a lot of things that, are, that aren't true. And if it's on TV, I'm not really going to believe in it because they're trying to get viewers. And how do you get viewers? You make shit up. You make people, you know, oh, I, want, I need to see more. And sometimes paranormal investigating is really, really boring. So you have to keep people watching. So what are you going to do? You're going to make fake stuff happen. We're going to kind of like change things. I even had a guy on my show called Keith Linder who was investigated by the, the uh, paranormal adventurers guy, the ghost adventurers guys. And he said they... And in the final product, they just manipulated everything to make it look differently than what it actually was during the investigation, which I understand it's a TV show, but that's why I don't trust those shows when it comes to real paranormal investigating. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a very interesting point uh, about, you know, the way that the final product definitely is, is, I mean, I, I had uh, Christy Sumner on the show and uh, she, she's, she's made her round around the, a lot of podcasts. She's uh, part of soul sisters paranormal. And she was very much like, look, we have been offered to do these kind of shows and we would never do it. We take the science, whatever that is, the like actual, um, I guess the integrity of right. the process seriously. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, it's very interesting. The question of integrity and truth in the paranormal realm is, I think, very hard to navigate just because like, how can you ever really prove that there's actually a ghost there. Um, I mean, could you? Do you think you could like spend time with someone for a weekend and uh, actually talk them into believing the truth? You and your wife, and you know your other paranormal contacts. Like, do you think you have that ability right now? Um, honestly, I don't. Only because the people that I know. I mean, you, you believe what you're going to believe, and I could sit here and tell you all my experiences. And I have, I have one of my best friends actually. He was never a believer in paranormal or any of that kind of stuff. And I, I told him some of my stories, especially I lived in a house in 2014 for a little over a year that was haunted as fuck, basically. Excuse my language, I'm a friend, I'm not a cuss or not on your show. Uh, but <laughs> sure. there's a, a lot of stuff was going on. And I told him that story. And he, at the time, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I have no reason not to believe you. 
But if you would ask him outside of me, like right now, if there's some guy asking if he believes in ghosts, he'd probably say no. You know what I mean? So people are going to believe what they want to believe. And, and as it really is about in order to really truly believe that there is something else out there other than what you see in a, on in your house or in your home or outside, there's something going on that you don't know about and you're not going to believe it until you see it basically. And that's what I firmly believe. So I could tell my stories. My wife could tell her stories to everybody we know. And you're not truly going to believe it unless it happens to you. Because you, when something happens that you just can't explain, that's when, oh man, there is something going on. But I could tell you that and you're not going to believe it unless you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So you've never had like any people close to you, like spend time with you and your wife and all of a sudden, like they walk away believers. Um, honestly, not, not that I can think of one, you know, one thing we don't bring this up on like a, at a regular, like for hanging out at a house party, we don't just start talking about ghosts all the time. So yeah, how many people uh, in your <laughs> life know about this? Like, I feel like you have this secret podcast life. Um, I mean, I, I feel like all of my friends know, but I don't just like, they probably don't know everything. I, again, I don't talk about it outside of my podcast unless it comes up. It's usually if we're drinking, it'll come up sometimes. I'll ask about it. Um, but that's really it. Like, and then same thing with my wife. It doesn't just come up, but there have been a few times and the people that do ask about it are typically believers already. And they yeah. all have their own stories. So they want to share their stories with us because they look at us as somebody who knows what they're talking about. Because, you know, if you have other people who don't believe in ghosts and you try to talk about ghosts, they think you're crazy. So typically they share it with other people who have the same kind of mindset. And so, yeah. so I can't really say that people have changed their minds or anything like that because we don't really talk about it to those people. And if it does come up, it's just like, uh, you know, we keep it fun. It doesn't get real serious. So yeah. Well, look, but at the same time, you know, I know one of your goals is uh, to make the existence of paranormal spirits common knowledge. Like, what do you think that, what does that world look like to you? Well, that one is kind of, it was easier to say. I said that, especially when I first started the show back in March, I said that. And as time has gone by, that goal has kind of been pushed aside because I have decided that I'm not going to, if you don't want to believe, you're not going to believe. But my goal is to capture evidence that you can't deny. And that includes mm. the, the EMF readings, that includes hearing voices. To know, that's the, you know, for example. Do you ever capture that on the show? Do, can we ever hear? Like, have uh, you thought about that? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I have. I have caught, I just started paranormal investigating. I did my first investigation a few weeks ago. I went to my hometown at a newspaper called The Evening Leader. And that building has been around since 1895. And we caught two different spirits in the building talking to us on the spirit box. And I actually have one I can play for you if you're interested. Oh, I'm very interested. Yes, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so let's see here. Actually, I had it uploaded until yesterday. I literally, I did a different episode last night and I changed all of my, all of my presets here. But I have it here. Are you ready for it? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So it's going to be quick, and so I'm going to play it like three or four times because it's like a three-second clip. And I'll let you – and do you have your headphones on by chance, or are you – I don't? do. I have the headphones, yeah. All right. I was told you need headphones to, to hear. I have a wire on my headphones, so. All right, here we go. Maybe. <laughs> All right, so that's just one little clip there. And what I heard there oh. was, did you hear anything by chance? I'll let, I'll let you. I could, well, I, it sounded like I, I could not make out specific words, but it definitely sounded like, I mean, I, I, I've heard kind of that kind of uh, thing played on paranormal shows before. Sure. And um, yeah, that is, sounds like something specific. Definitely is something specific. Yeah, what did you hear? So, and the way this played out, again, I understand that can be debated because it is kind of blurry. And I tried to clean it up, but I'm not a master at this stuff. But what I heard was, be nice to me. And then I played it to, for Danae, and she also heard that. And I let some other people listen to it separately, and they heard, be nice. At least they heard the words, be nice. And, uh, and what the story behind that was, I was at the evening leader, and we were using the spirit box. And our EMF meter was lighting up. And so I was trying to talk. So I said, you know, my name's Ben you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just here to see what's up. What are you guys up to? You know, if you want to talk to me, let me know. And I heard a different voice originally. We had a whole conversation with a dude named Jeremy. I know it sounds crazy, but 
and he was coming through pretty clear live. Like I could hear it as I was talking, I could hear it talking back. And and, uh, when I went and listened back to all of the audio from that day, this popped up and, you know, I heard, I was watching the, the sound waves as I was listening. And at that point on the sound waves, when I didn't think anything would be there, that, you know, it jacked up. And so because I could see it, I went back and listened to it several times. And, and that's what I heard during that, during that clip. And so I, you know, I zoomed in on it or whatever. And, and I, I hear the words, be nice to me. Yeah. Play, you know what? Can you play it back one more time? Absolutely. I'm going to have to like really keep playing this back later. I wonder, <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering like what part is the, I, I kind of hear the like, well, I hear the like, yeah, and that's the annoying part. I actually had a guest on last week. Um, I'm a terrible host. I figured her name off the top of my head because I'm an old man. But uh, Stephanie, <laughs> that's fine. Steph Brady, I'm sorry, her name was Steph Brady. And she says she has, she uses a tool because she's an investigator and she's like hardcore. She, does multiple houses a week and, and all of this stuff. Like she's a professional investigator and she has a device. I forget what it's called now off the top of my head, but apparently with that device, there's no background noise, which would be, which would be fantastic. Mm. Wow. Well then, then, you know what? I mean, look, I, I know you, uh, so, so perhaps your, your d- undeniable evidence is really where you're at now with the show. But then the other part of that is also like figuring out how and why the spirits are there. I mean, is that still part of your investigating? Absolutely. So I really do want to know why, because I don't believe in the term haunted houses per se. I don't feel like there's any spirits trapped in a house. I don't think that exists. I feel like spirits want to be there or they're there for another reason. Maybe they think they're trapped or whatever. But one of the things I do really want to know is, because I don't believe in haunted houses, to that, you know, to that, to the original old school, you know, to, to, uh, if I can talk, definition of haunted houses. Yeah. So why are spirits trapped at places like Waverly Hills in Louisville, Kentucky? That's an old insane asylum where there's a lot of death. Why would they stay there? You know, that, that kind of stuff. So I definitely do, because, you know, from my experience with, with Danae's brother, he comes and goes as he pleases and, you know, says that there's other stuff going on. So how come he can go and do these things, but these other spirits don't or refuse to so that's I, what i'm wondering yeah does is there something unresolved you know you always see at least in movies unresolved stuff is why they keep sh- hanging around like is there any true like what's up with the brother does the brother still feel like like is the brother like a benevolent spirit or is there something that like your sister keeps having to or sorry his sister your wife has to keep like doing to appease this premature death um, nope. From what I understand is he comes when he feels like she needs him. Like sometimes she'll have really, really bad depression or she needs him or, or whatever. And he'll show up and be like, what's up? Wow. So this is like a, and free... then make her happy. And then he'll peace out and do his own thing. Yeah. And like, we've had weird things where like a few months ago on a Saturday morning, we whipped out her Nintendo Wii. If you remember that system. Oh um, yeah. Yeah board one day like let's get them we can play some mario and, uh, and apparently that was a system that her and him had together when they were younger and as soon as we got it out our fire smoke alarms started beeping out of nowhere and then the same thing happened we started decorating for halloween last or earlier this month um out of nowhere as soon as we whipped out halloween decoration it beeped and that's something that they enjoyed together was halloween so it seems like when there's something that she's doing that is relatable relatable to him he would show up or if she was in like a depressive state, he would come or if she felt like she needed to talk to him for, you know, when we use a spirit box once she was asking, Hey, are you here? And he was, but at the same time, he has also told her, according to her, she told me this, but according to her, he has come and he was like, you need to not need me as much. Cause I'm also doing my own thing over here in my own side of the, of the universe or whatever. Yeah. Where do you think he is? Is he in like, like, uh, yeah. What, what, what does that plane look like? That I don't know. I have no idea what that would look like. Like I would like to know, and I, I don't. I don't. I just all I. The only way I can explain it is another plane of existence, and and they're doing their own things over there. So like, just because you have a loved one who died, doesn't mean they're just hanging out with you all day. They're doing their own thing, and they may come back, but they're doing their own thing the majority of the time. That's what I believe and understand as a paranormal side of things. 
Mm. Yeah, it's weird because you've got like heaven, which seems like a, you know, a, a great place to hang out. And, and I guess supposedly, uh, you know, based on religious texts, like when people come back from heaven down to the earth, like it does kind of prophets are sometimes described as uh, translucent or you can see through them, uh, you know, sort of the certain, the in culture, the symbols of angels definitely have ghost-like qualities. But I've always found it strange, Ben, that like, you know, I, and I know, again, you, you don't necessarily believe in heaven and hell and stuff like that, but I do find it weird that like, those belief systems for some people like they believe in ghosts and they also believe in heaven and hell and they believe in angels and it's like it feels like these are different species in a way of like post-life forms it is it's interesting to think about and like i like the show supernatural a lot so it's kind of fun to like hey they can all exist together in that universe um mm, but i right. don't know I mean, it's kind of like maybe maybe you know the the archangels back in the day were, were actually ghosts. You know, maybe we talked about earlier the UFOs, how they're interdimensional or, or whatever, or they came down as chariots of God. Maybe it's the same idea, but like they thought an archangel was an archangel, but in reality it was just a ghost being like, hey, what's up? You should do this. That kind of stuff. I, I don't yeah. know. What about, what are your thoughts on Ouija boards? You like them? I don't use them. I don't know why. I know a lot of people are afraid of them. I've never, I used one once when I was a little kid, but they do give me a bad vibe. So I honestly don't use them. At the same time, I feel like using a spirit box is the exact same thing, but it might be yeah. different. So I don't, that's, that's me being a little bit of a hypocrite. I understand that, but I don't use them. Um, I, I, I'll stay away from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a good entryway into like paranormal investigating you think for people that just like casually want to explore if there are ghosts out there well that's one thing i would say if you're casual about it i wouldn't do it because for and there's a few reasons for that one ghosts are also people or used to be people anyway and they still do have feelings and i don't feel like they're a circus act so if you're casual about it, it's fine. And it's fun to do and stuff, but I want it. One thing I hate to see are like investigators or like, I guess, younger people. I don't know. People mocking ghosts or people like antagonizing. Oh, you in here? What are you going to do? Are you going to do something? That kind of stuff. Antagonizing. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but if you're legit interested in it, I mean, absolutely. I feel like anybody should do it. Um, if you have a real interest in it, because it's not a circus. It's not a game show. It's not, you know, it shouldn't be a fun thing in my opinion, because they are, they, they still have feelings. And I do believe in evil spirits and bad spirits. And if you don't know what you're doing, I absolutely believe you could have an evil spirit or whatever attached to you. And that will wreck, wreck you up a little bit. You know, that can cause problems in your house and cause and bring negative energy, which should cause depression and cause bad things that happen to you. So I'm all, about, I'm all for anybody doing it, but you have to have the right intentions and you have to be smart about it. I wouldn't recommend summoning a demon just to do it because I honestly do believe you could summon something that will, that will mess with you just to do it. And we've had with my wife and I contacting some things, we've had some, some spirits, that claim to be bad spirits and, and that kind of stuff. And we, we bounced them because we're not dumb, I guess. Yeah, what is that? Do you got to actually like bring out the candles and do the sage stuff? I mean, are you doing that level of oh, like, yeah, man, I actually do believe in sage quite a bit. I never, I never saged my house ever until March of this year, March of 2020. And I'm telling you, as soon as I did it, just, you could feel the, the heaviness of the house leave and um, it's been positive. And everyone now even, I'm telling, I believe in paranormal attraction, which I've done an episode about actually on my show as well. And I do believe that just talking about ghosts, especially if you're kind of sensitive to spirits and stuff, can make stuff happen. And we live in this, we moved into this house in December of 2018 with nothing paranormal happening at all. And then in October of 2019, just almost a year ago now, I uh, said, hey, I want to start a paranormal podcast because I think it would be fun. And almost immediately, we had shit happening. Um, oh, my gosh. Doors opening and closing, the smell of cigarette smoke. I just had, like, a deep, like, depression in my gut for no reason. I had a headache for, like, a week and a half for no reason. And, and this is going to sound crazy because you can't back it up. You can't – I can't provide evidence. But 
for a week, I could just feel something watching me. Like, you know how you just have that feeling of somebody watching you? Yeah. I yeah, had absolutely. that for, for a while. At the same time I had the headache, I had that feeling. And I remember it clear as day. And it was almost a year ago now. I was, I just got sick of it. I was in my, uh, I have like a theater room upstairs where I hang out a lot of the time. And I was watching wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan as well. I actually host a wrestling podcast as well. And wow. so, you know, I was just watching wrestling. I could just fucking feel it looking at me. I just, I got mad. So I went downstairs, I went to the refrigerator and I could feel it behind me by the kitchen table. So I turned around and again, I sound like a nutcase. And this is the first time I've ever done anything like this, but I turned around and I was like, you know what? Get the out of my house. I see you looking at me. I'm not going to talk to you. You know, whatever I said, I, I like went off on a, on nothing <laughs> basically. Yeah. But as soon as I did that, I, I shit you not, my headache went away. I went back upstairs and that feeling in my chest just went away. And then, um, yeah, so that happened. And then in March, I started this show and we started saging after that because stuff just started happening a lot. So we had kitchen sinks turning on and off by themselves, all kinds of stuff. What and, happens if your wife catches you like yelling at nothing there? Like, is, is that just normal? I mean, she hasn't really seen it, but she definitely believes in that. And I believe that too. Like when it comes to like saging, I believe in saging and just telling the ghost to go away. Those are the two things you have to do. All this other stuff, we have all kinds of rocks or feathers or I don't know, but there's all kinds of things that people do. I personally believe, at least it's worked for me, if you just tell something to leave and then back it up with the sage, you're going to be fine. And you have to like do Have you ever talked to a spirit like you're in a conversation with her and all of a sudden you have to be like, wait, one second, one second. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. not that extreme. No, I've, I've said things, but they don't talk back in that scenario <laughs> yeah i would love that i would love if people came over and you and your wife were just engaging with these beings uh or non-beings i guess um but if again talk back i'll probably be a little i'd be more afraid than i am now because i've never heard a ghost talk back the, the closest that's come to was in my old house i'd wake up to hear voices in my ear and then as soon as like woke woke they'd go away that happened a lot oh. that was a different that wasn't the same scenario so i'd probably be a lot more afraid if i said get out of my house and something said no i'd probably leave the house <laughs> oh my gosh wow wow yeah i mean do you think overall like it, you know, say you're a hundred episodes into, uh, you know, paranormal activities. You've done it. You've talked to lots of investigation uh, people that investigate. You've done more investigation yourself. I mean, what do you think? Like, at the end of that, a, a, after a hundred episodes, like, what do you think your belief system is going to be compared to it is now? What do you hope it's going to be? Oh, man, that's a good question. As of right now, I don't really know. I'm 25 episodes in. I've interviewed you know, a handful of investigators, a handful of people who've had experiences. And as of right now, I have no reason to believe anything differently. I'm a lot of the things that I've heard kind of back up what I believe in already. And there's really been nothing told to me that I have no reason not to believe or to change my point of view. Uh, that being said, yeah. I can't say that's a fact. I have heard some religious things, and I don't really get into the religious side of things. Um, so that I kind of, I don't want to say take with a grain of salt, but I kind of bypass. And I look and I kind of just like, well, that could be explained by this. So maybe that's on me for not really listening hard enough, I suppose. Um, but overall, I have no real reason to believe that my views will change unless I get that guess that really has a has a story that really makes me believe or you know change my beliefs which could absolutely happen who do you like really want to have on like who's like your dream paranormal guest for a podcast oh man honestly i can't really give you one i don't know of anybody that i like i don't really get starstruck for one and two i don't know anybody in the paranormal side of things honestly this is just me fanboying a little bit but i really do like chris jericho he's a former wrestler he has his own podcast so, yeah, I mean, he's a current wrestler i'm sorry and he has his own podcast yeah. he has paranormal people on as well and he has his own paranormal experience and i would really like to talk to him about that but he's not really like a paranormal guy he just has talked about it before and there's also a po one podcast i do listen to earlier i said i don't listen to paranormal podcasts but i do listen to one and it's called haunted af and basically they just tell other people's stories and they're really fun. So I'd like to talk to them too, I suppose. But when it comes to somebody who is like from the paranormal world, I honestly can't give you a name right now. Cause I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you like think about, I mean, look, this is like, let, let's get like very meta for a second. Like, 
There is a yeah, there there is a interesting space out there that uh, you're doing paranormal stuff. I occasionally bring people, paranormal people on um, like at the end of the day, we're exploring these topics that we love. But like, do you ever think what are we what what is who's the audience for this? Like, who is out there? Who's really, like, listening to all these paranormal podcasts? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to influence? Like, I sometimes wonder, am I even making any difference in anyone's life whatsoever? Or is it just pure entertainment? Like, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe you just love it because you love the field of it. I don't know. What is it for you, Ben? I need help. I need oh, help. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, for me, man, I don't know. Like, I know... I, I don't know. I, I've always been drawn to the paranormal side of things. And I know like a lot of people like stuff like that for whatever reason, like, you know, the, the horror movies are super popular. People like true crime. People are drawn to paranormal. It's just one of those things that you can't explain it and it makes you scared. And people like to be scared. It's just a popular thing. Um, yeah. I don't know why I do it. Um, I really, I mean, I can tell you why I started this paranormal podcast. One, I really like the podcast. Um, so it's like, oh, I like the paranormal stuff. My wife and I, we keep experiencing this stuff. Yeah, it's so I, cool that it's like in family, in love and partnership. Like, it's like, it's cool that you've had, you have like a, you have a base of people that you know that are also into it. Absolutely. I mean, so I would say like, I had even a base, like my sister who will be into it, um, my, my wife now, my dad believes in it he'll tell you he might not but then when i open him up he'll tell me all these ghost stories that he's experienced too so it's part of my family and honestly man i do believe that like some people are just sensitive and i think my family is one of those one of those groups and just so happens my wife is as well and i just wanted to talk about it. that's what got me started with this show in the first place was i wanted to talk about paranormal stuff and you can't do that in real life a lot of the times because you look like a nut job so <laughs> i'll do it on my own you know that kind of stuff yeah. And when it comes to helping people, I I mean, I feel like anybody that does a podcast, you entertain somebody. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you have one audience member or a million, you know, if as long as one person is listening to it, you're entertaining somebody. And that's enough for me that just, you know, I'll keep doing it just because I do get a little bit of feedback. And so why not entertain if I have the ability to entertain or inform or just, you know, educate or whatever. But if if people are liking it, why not continue to do it? Yeah. No, I think you're right. And I think, um, you know, just uh, I, I'm doing it as a tribute to my, like you said, you are fascinated by it. Like, I love podcasting as a tribute to the fields that keep me engaged and learning more about them and sharing those learnings with others, um, hopefully in an entertaining way. Um <laughs> I hope this interview has been entertaining. <laughs> oh, I had a black one. <laughs> I, think I think you're awesome. So I, I really enjoyed this whole show. <laughs> oh man, no, I'm I'm very interested, and in, uh, you know, I definitely recommend everybody keep following uh, paranormal activities um, or activities. Yeah, no, it is. Activities. Um, Paranormal Activities. Uh, like I said, it's on all the podcast platforms, as well as alleverythingentertainment.com. Um, and you know what? I mean, look, you, you just did UFOs. You have a lot of ghost stuff. I mean, are you getting into other topics, other like, kind of fringe areas beyond UFOs and ghosts? Oh, yeah, man, I'm open to anything. If anybody has anything that they want to say, I'll bring them on. I really don't care. You know, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, anything that's just not normal can be considered paranormal. And that's, you know, it's beyond ghosts, it's beyond UFO, UFOs. So I would love to have anybody on that has any kind of experience that they want to share. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everybody check that out. Ben Axe, it has been a pleasure to chat with you this evening. I've, I've very much enjoyed it. Oh, the pleasure is on mine, sir. Thank you very much. I've had a blast. I've, you're, you're a fantastic podcast host, so you're, you're amazing. So thank you so much for having oh, me on. Thank so, you so much. That means a lot, man. I appreciate it. And thanks for sharing that sound with us, too. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, absolutely. That's my that was, first, that's first thing I've ever caught. So I was like, yeah, I had to hear. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, dude. We, we'll be in touch. Thank you. You have a great night. Did you hear it? What do you think that ghost was saying? Was it, did you hear, I'm curious what you all thought. Was it saying Yanni or Laurel? I'm not sure. But I'm so honored that Ben brought the spirit box onto my show. How cool is that? I, I kind of worry about this episode now. I mean, maybe this will be a self-fulfilling prophecy and I'm doomed for all times. But like, 
did I, did we trap a ghost by having this recorded? Like, like, are we forever going to be condemned? Can we help this ghost? Like, is there a, is there a GoFundMe page? It said, help me. Like, I, look, I'm not sure how, you know, kickstart works in the, uh, in the astral turf, but I'm so honored Ben came on. You have the links in my show notes. Check out Paranormal Activities to find out what him and his wife, Danae, are up to next. Now, what am I up to next? Well, telling you how much I love you. Yes, dear listener, you um, you mean the world to me. And I really, I thank you for listening to the show. You're great. <laughs> if you made it all the way through, I mean, I, I, I'm honored that you took the time to learn about Ben and his perspective and if you like Open Loops please do uh, subscribe and Apple Podcasts rate, leave a review, it definitely helps. Until next time I'm still here, the ghost didn't get me yet until next time